0: hey guys and welcome back to the what's the goss podcast i'm your host Mally, and i'm joined with my co-host sadie we'd like to thank you guys so much for all the support on our first episode and thank you so much for tuning back in for episode two so we can actually view the insights from the last episode and i know you've had a little look at those sadie
1: do you know what was really crazy? We actually had a look on our insights and we have listeners from the US and Italy. Um, so it kind of shows the reach that we've got just after the first episode. So I know me and Mally are really excited about the potential of this. And yeah, we're just really excited to keep recording. Last week, we asked you all um this question of the week, which you know what, I was really surprised about the results on this one. The question was, would you date a coworker at a new job? Do you know what, you're actually going to be really shocked with this one. So The options were hell yeah and absolutely not. Results were 61% hell yeah and 39% absolutely not. You said you thought it would probably be about 60% saying absolutely not and 40% hell yeah for the more risque people out there. But, you know, I'm actually really shocked about this Um, because it is quite a controversial topic I think some people have had really negative experiences with this one and I think that that is likely what has influenced these results but the others I guess it's dependent on what job you work in you know like For me, from my personal experience, I actually work with my partner, um, but we work in different departments. And obviously, we knew each other before we started working with each other. We went into the job together. So I work in the office and he works on the maintenance. um, And to be honest, it can actually be quite fun working with the person you're in a relationship with, mainly for gossiping reasons. You know, you all know the work drama. Honestly, what is work without drama in the first place? But, you know, you all you know, all the same people You can chat about your day a little bit more easily. However, if he ma- makes a mistake or if I make mistake, that's when there's problems because I know it first before anyone else. Like people tell me, for example, the other day he was like out streaming, um, and he he smashed a window by accident, and I of every everybody came to me first, <laughs> and then you take that home with you. So that's where the drama comes in. But all in all, it is quite a positive experience. But when it comes to meeting somebody at work I don't know if I could go through with it because it would cause so much I think anxiety in the workplace I would not be able to focus on my work um but again I haven't had any experience of meeting somebody at work so I know that can vary what do you
0: think have you had any experience with this? I haven't had any experience where I've dated anybody in the workplace. Um, for me personally, I I go by the saying not to mix uh, business and pleasure. And yeah. I do think there's a reason for that saying because honestly, I think it can make things uncomfortable. And my overall opinion on it is it really depends on whether it's a job you can see yourself staying in for a long time. Yeah. I agree with that. We actually had some responses. We asked you guys
1: to elaborate on your response. And we had a few responses back. So one viewer said, it depends really. I wouldn't want to work with my partner closely. But if it was somewhere where we would work separately, I would. However, if it's in a small shop, for example, I would say no. Which I get because you can't really avoid this person if things do kind of go wrong. You have to weigh
0: up the pros and cons? Do I really, really care about this job? Or... Is it something that I'm willing to let go of to be with this person? And it also depends on whether your job allows relationships in the workplace because not every single one does. Yeah,
1: like if it happens, if, if it happens, it happens. Um, one viewer said recipe for disaster, um, you know, and that kind of relates to the first dilemma which we're in at the moment. Um, so this actually came in just after we revealed the question of the week last week. So this is from a new viewer. Um, so just regarding the subject of work, but this one has a bit more of a dramatic twist. We've got a bit of a love love triangle going on here. So the first dilemma reads, hey girls, I've got a bit of a complicated situation on my hands and I could really use your insight. I recently started a new job at an office and things were going pretty smoothly until I found myself caught in a messy love triangle. So there's this guy at work who I really fancy. We clicked instantly and there's a strong connection between us. We've been spending more and more time together and it's undeniable that there's something special between us. However, another co-worker who happens to be a friend of mine also has feelings for this guy. It's creating a whole lot of tension and confusion and I never expected to find myself in the middle of a love triangle. And I'm torn between my own feelings and not wanting to hurt my friend. I don't want to jeopardise our friendship or create any drama, especially at a new job which I'm taking seriously but at the same time, I can't ignore my own feelings. It's a mess and I feel like I'm walking on eggshells trying to navigate this complicated situation. I appreciate your honest opinions because this love triangle has me feeling all sorts of confused.
0: Ooh, okay. So she's got a friend who she works with and then yeah. there's also a guy in the mix who she's interested in. And so is her friend. What kind of level have we got to here? Have they both admitted to this guy that they like him? Has he shown any reciprocation reciprocation of this because if it's like a known thing
1: and is she aware of your feelings towards him i mean so from reading this back it says we've been spending more and more time together is this even like in work or outside of work it's undeniable that there's something special between us. You know, have you voiced that um, to this guy? You know, obviously, have you had conversations about your feelings towards each other, or is this more one-sided? I'm not too sure, um, because it does depend. There are layers to this. If you have been spending t- most of your time together in work and haven't actually, you know, gone on a few dates outside, um, I would say it's probably not too serious from that side of things. Then it also comes into the fact that this situation with your friend liking this guy who you also like. In the environment of work, I think it's just a bit too complicated.
0: I have to agree with that. I think it is going to get messy, to be honest, with you both liking him. Maybe you should have a conversation with your friend and sort of just say to her, like, where are we going to go with this? Are you going to try and initiate a relationship with him or am I? Because we both can't be doing at the same time. And it also needs to be established whether he actually feels the same towards you guys. Like, you can't really both be dating the same guy who you're all working with. I really don't think it's something that should be um, experimented with, really. Into the next dilemma. So it says, I'm facing a complicated situation and I could really use your insight. So here's what's been happening. I've been dating this incredible guy for about a year now and things have been going pretty well overall. We have a strong connection and enjoy each other's company and share similar interests. He has a close female friend who seems to be overly possessive and jealous whenever we spend time together. She frequently makes snide remarks, gives me cold stares and even tries to undermine our relationship. It's incredibly frustrating and has caused arguments between me and my boyfriend. He's aware of her behaviour but struggles to address it and they've been friends for years and navigate this without jeopardising my relationship or losing my cool. Not necessarily, really trying to get in between you guys and just causing issues and arguments between you and your boyfriend and he's fully aware of this and obviously I don't know whether he's actually done anything about it or not. Um, I think, you know, you're, you're saying they've been friends for years so you're going to have to get involved now and you know let her know how you feel and to ask her basically to have a bit of respect
1: okay so I know it doesn't say on the dilemma but do they have any sort of romantic past or I feel like you're kind of not being given background or enough background on this has she ever like tried to make a move on him you know voice any romantic feelings towards him because from the sounds of it it seems like she might have in the past and been shot down if you know what I mean um and that might just be causing you know jealousy towards you she's probably his you know self-proclaimed girl best friend and we all know how we feel about that you know that's never a good thing in a relationship I mean fair enough they've been friends for years which I 100% get but if she's actively going out of her way to make you feel uncomfortable and insecure in your relationship that's when it becomes a problem it sounds good that you have already voiced your concerns to your boyfriend and the fact that it's causing arguments between you and a strain on your relationship, it's not a good thing. The fact that you've said that your boyfriend struggles to bring this up with her, I don't really think that's an excuse. I understand that they've been friends for years, but if it is genuinely affecting your relationship, I do think that he needs to be more proactive about this, you know, speak to her about this, and maybe just get some answers out of her, like, why on earth are you, are you doing this, you know? You obviously haven't done anything to offend her. It obviously comes from her personal feelings towards maybe your boyfriend. It's affecting, you know, your feelings, your life and your relationship. He needs to take more steps to obviously stop this behaviour from happening. But yeah, I do think that another conversation needs to be had as long as it doesn't turn into an argument because there's not really a reason why this should turn into an argument. You know, he shouldn't be defending this sort of behaviour because it isn't acceptable
0: at the end of the day. Definitely. I think, honestly, you should risk possibly um, annoying her and just say to her face, she's had no issue with giving you um, nasty looks and comments and trying to undermine your relationship. So just say it how it is. Just say to her, look... What is your problem with me? Have I done something to upset you? Um, are you interested in my boyfriend? Because I've been noticing the way you've been acting towards me. And it's actually causing an issue. We're in a relationship. We've been together for a year now. It's not gonna change. Doesn't matter how much you make comments about me and try to undermine the relationship. We are gonna stay together. So you're either or you're gonna have to just you're just gonna have to cut ties with my boyfriend and just leave us alone because you're genuinely having an impact on my life now so ridiculous how how horrible this girl's being for what reason like grow up okay so I've got another dilemma here I recently went on a blind date set up by a mutual friend I had high hopes for this date and was excited to meet someone new especially as we had mutual friends as I knew obviously they were a real person and I didn't have to go through the whole experience of online dating it was just set up I was ready to go and I was hoping something great would come from it However, from the moment we met, everything seemed to go wrong. It was awkward and there was zero chemistry between us. To make matters worse, my blind date turned out to be incredibly rude and dismissive, constantly checking their phone and barely paying a disaster, and I couldn't wait for the date to end. Now here's where I need your guidance. Should I confront my friend about the terrible match they set me up with, or should I simply let it go and talk and chalk it up to a bad experience I don't want to create any tension but I also want to express my disappointment and ensure it doesn't happen again right so you've been on a date with a guy who your mutual friend has set up for you it's gone really badly and now you're feeling a bit awkward about the situation because your friend set this up and now you're feeling like why have you set this up am I even this guy's type why is this mutual friend set this up when it's seemingly gone so wrong like you're kind of thinking how has she not seen this coming like there was nothing in common no spark probably no attraction either by the sounds of it you're kind of thinking like you've been set up here and not in a good way at all I can't say I've ever been on a blind date but I have been on some bad dates in my time um, which I will elaborate on because I've actually got some funny stories but I want to
1: hear it (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> right so we'll we'll give this girl some advice and then we will dive into some bad dating experiences that I've had but right so basically I think I think she was obviously trying to do a nice thing and it just hasn't turned out that way you I think you're right and you should chalk it up to being just a bad date um I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think it's her fault necessarily. You just, she didn't know that you'd have nothing in common and nothing to talk about. Just say, look, is this something he actually wanted to do? Or was he like forced into this? Like, have you paid him to be here? Because he was literally on his phone the entire time. (laughs) oh
1: bless this friend though I think she probably had the right intentions and it was probably nice for you to kind of get out there from the sounds of it it does sound like you've had some bad experiences on you know all these dating websites and it can be difficult to navigate and your friend probably has seen that and just you know wanted to do a nice thing and what I want to know is like to what capacity does she know this man because it kind of seems a little bit strange and weird to just kind of be so dismissive of you out on the
0: phone while like, in a restaurant I'm assuming was it date in a restaurant well yeah it was a blind date so she wouldn't have met him before this and it does sound yeah. like it was at a restaurant yeah that's what I mean to what capacity would your
1: friend know this man Um that's what I'm interested in because it doesn't really sound like he told you a lot about himself and um, but no I don't think your friend was trying to set you up probably if anything just kind of get
0: you out there into the dating world so you know all time when they're on a date with you just seems really rude like why have you gone out of your way to be here if you're just going to act like you've got better things to do I mean I know this generation is definitely glued to their phones including us but that's one of the circumstances where it's really not acceptable to be on your phone like it comes across so rude and you're Mm. obviously disengaging from the conversation then which is probably why there was no conversation and zero chemistry because he wasn't really living in the moment he was very much um on his phone I can see maybe he was nervous I mean to play devil's advocate maybe he was nervous it's a bit of an anxiety thing he just felt like he needed to check his phone maybe he's not good at eye contact you know he just didn't know what to do with himself is that why the mutual friend has set you guys up Has he had a bad time dating as well I don't know it might be worth speaking to your friend about this letting her know Maybe she can speak to him then for you and just sort of say, oh, look, it doesn't sound like it went very well. Did anything happen? Were you nervous? And maybe then she can report back to you that actually he was just quite nervous and maybe you guys can give it another go. What do you think, Sadie?
1: Yeah, to be honest, I think it'll just be a funny little, you know, bad date story gone wrong. Um, you can just have under your belt. Like they say, you've got to kiss a lot of frogs before you finally meet your prince. So this will just be another one for under your belt. Um, I do know that, i certain somebody has a few funny <laughs> bad date stories that I'm very
0: interested uh, to hear
1: on topic. I don't know if you I want to actually,
0: have a chat about this. Yeah, I, let me get comfortable. <laughs> okay, great. All right, so I'm just going to dive into this. Let's hope he's not listening. But um, I don't think he'll be listening, to be honest. But, you know, this went a bit of a talking stage with this guy. It wasn't really going well, but this was just after lockdown. And I don't know what was going on, but the bar was clearly on the floor because this guy was just giving literally nothing. And I don't know why I was tolerating it. But basically, I met up with this guy. Um, He had also um, pretty much like um, just like not turned up several times before this. So we had tried to arrange like several meetups before this. And he would cancel on me like an hour before. So why I even gave him the chance to meet me, I don't know. We spoke for like two months and I've not spoken to him since. So I don't really care. I don't have any loyalties to this. And I don't know anyone that he knows. So I'm fully going for it. I'm fully telling this story. So... Basically, after a few months of we finally managed to meet. So we decided to meet um on a beach near my house. He actually drove like two hours to see me, which is actually surprising to be honest, considering the lack of effort everywhere else in the relationship. But I don't know what he was actually hoping for. Man. On the beach. <laughs> so basically, right, he um he turned up about half an hour late. Bear in mind it had literally gotten dark by this point, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
1: What were like
0: you in... doing, just sitting there? <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there. <laughs> the yeah, I was literally sitting in my mum's car because I was driving my mum's car at the time. I was sitting in my mum's buddy Toyota Yaris waiting for this guy to turn up it was like this is weird from from the off Do you know what I mean like this was supposed to be a date but it looks like some dodgy hookup when it wasn't yeah. so I go over to him I'm like hi nice to meet you whatever I think I gave him a hug probably I don't know he was quite short as well which was like <clears throat> yeah he was quite short and I was like how short because like, you're quite short like, how short is short yeah he was five foot eight and if you I'm don't five know yeah he was like five foot eight if you don't know my boyfriend that he's like six foot five so I'm not really a short king kind of gal um (laughs) appointment for me but you know beggars can't be choosers clearly I was tolerating so much bullshit from this guy um I don't know why his height would have been an issue compared to all of that so he basically gets out the car and he goes oh I'm sorry I haven't had time to eat my food yet and he pulls out a tupperware of cold sausages and beans (laughs)
1: If you can see my face right now, the jaw is on the floor. What the hell?
0: He literally pulled out some cold sausages and beans and chips and started eating them with, like, this a plastic boy, fork. boy, that
1: two-hour car journey must have done him badly. lot
0: <laughs> 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 like, flipping sausage on a first date. <laughs> Sorry? It was, so it was so bizarre. I was taken aback as well because you know, at the end of the date, you're thinking, oh, I'm, you're probably thinking on a date, aren't you? Like, you know, oh, maybe it, we're gonna have a kiss at the end of this, a hug, you know, farewell, goodbye, whatever. Farewell. I'm not kissing you if you've just eaten fucking beans. <laughs> oh I'm not kissing you after you've just eaten literal sausage and beans, <laughs> like, please, this is a toddler oh. party. What's going on? What were the conversations even regarding? How long were you at this beach for? (laughs) Obviously, we tried to walk on the beach, but the tide had come in so much at this point (laughs) that it was literally, it may well have been a swim. I should have brought my wetsuit. (laughs) So so basically, I'm like, right, well, I guess we'll just have to sit in the car then. Awkward. So he comes and sits in my mum's car. So definitely nothing, Gareth, this is not (laughs) happening right now. And I start talking to him just about general stuff. And it turns out we've really got nothing in common. And I'm talking to him about like Princess Diana and like the conspiracy theory about how like the Queen had like arranged the paparazzi. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) This man did not know who Princess Diana was.
1: That's how you know you're not going to work if he doesn't know who Princess Diana is he didn't (laughs) know much to be honest
0: yeah he didn't know much anyway I'll cut the story short so the date didn't go too well but for some reason I still continued to talk to him after that like I said um I was just obviously I just didn't have any standards um awkward or anything like I mean no it was he literally said to me that he that I was like too young for him during the date. he was two years older older than me (laughs) two years older (laughs) he was literally about 12 mentally I swear to god (laughs) Anyway, so um yeah, uh if you want to know how it actually ended up, would you like to know? Oh yeah, well you're not gonna not tell me the ending of this.
1: Do you pull out another Tupperware of, of beans and sausages or something? No. So
0: obviously the day ended, we went our separate ways. Whatever. Um, uh, and then we continued talking for a couple of weeks. It wasn't really going too well. I didn't really know if anything would come of it. Maybe, maybe what I was thinking at the time. I think I was just like the bar was on the floor do you know what I mean been rough covid <laughs> had been rough yeah it was tough. so so basically um what actually ended up taking place was bear in mind guys i was um 17 at the time yeah yeah this was like coming up to nearly like um this is probably close to three years ago now. So I'm not the same person as I was then, okay. I did do I do I did do something quite petty. I wanna know. I wanna know. (laughs) (laughs) So basically what had happened was okay, I said to him, send me your Snapchat best friends just out of curiosity, you know, who you're talking to, whatever. Because he was always ghosting me and like always taking like 10 hours to reply. So I was like, oh, send me your best friends on Snapchat, let me see. Thinking he'd be like, no, obviously I'm not going to do that because I'm talking to other people behind your back. But, and bear in mind, he was the only person I was talking to at the time as well. I just love putting all my eggs in one basket and it always bites Mm me in the bum. He sent me his best friends list, which had a girl as his number one best friend. (laughs) And I was like okay I don't know why he's just done that like that just shows how stupid he is like sending me his best friends list knowing that I'm not number one when he's number one on mine like awkward I asked him about this he said oh um she just works she works for my dad on the farm I was like right okay I looked her up on Instagram she did look like she could be a bit of a farmer so I was like yeah fair enough that probably checks out I don't know why I was believing this guy I think he genuinely gasped it and manipulated me into believing anything he could have told me I was wrong about Princess Diana and that she never even existed and I probably would have believed this man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> um, and that by I'd actually ended up cutting ties with him and said, like, do you know what? I just don't think we're compatible. I'm just moving on from this. Like you've stood me up so many times and the date didn't really go that well. So yeah. I thought, yeah, let's end this, whatever. I remember I was sitting in my car in the college car park and I thought, do you know what? No, I'm going to message this girl and find out who she is because I don't believe that they're just, I don't believe that she's just <laughs> like, um, Like I'm, I started realising that was probably not true based on every other lie he told me. I bet they even had the yellow heart, number one best friends. Literally. So I messaged her right and I thought, do you know, so and so revealed that they had been talking the whole time and had met <gasps> up the, literally like a few days before. They'd met up a few days before, right? And they had a really nice date, and he wasn't late. And I was like, "Wow, do you know what?" I was about to
1: ask that. I was like, "Oh my god, what sort of date was this? Did he pull out beans and beans and them um,
0: beans and sausages? What's going on?" I don't think so. I think they actually went on a nice like coastal path walk, which is like uh, I was a bit jealous. My blood was boiling. I was was like, you wasted like three months on this guy and he's been talking to someone else the entire time. Wait, so what was this girl's reaction as well? Because obviously you said that you've been speaking. Was, Was she mad or? She was very shocked as well. And she had actually said that like, he was being, like, so nice to her and everything. He'd actually lied to me about where he was on the day um, that he went on a date with her. So he'd come up with this quite elaborate lie that he was out drinking. He was out with his friends, and then he'd gone home to change, and then he'd gone back out with his friends, and, like, his Snapchat location was off or something. It turns out yeah. he was actually on a date with her, not with his friends. Oh, my God. And I actually made a group chat with him and her in. And myself. <laughs> Did you
1: title it like sorting things out or something? Like, when
0: you're seven. No, because the thing is, he didn't know that I knew at this point. He didn't know that I'd spoken to her. So he just had a notification saying you've been added to this group chat with Mally. And he leave it or did he say anything? Yeah. He literally just left the chat and blocked me.
1: <laughs> I get such a adrenaline rush out of doing something like that. Honestly, I was actually at lunch with my mum when I was doing all of this. She was watching it all go down. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I don't think I could be single. I don't think I don't think I could go through this. And the thing is as well is he was like when he
0: was 21. That's funny.
1: Yeah, so I was odd.
0: 18 and he was 21. But the th- I don't think it's odd. But I just think he was being odd about it. Like, why does it matter? Yeah. And he actually had to sneak out of his house to come and meet me. Like, he, he didn't want his dad to know. I was like, Why? Why? That is funny. So bizarre. Sorry. And he told me right. So he would send me pictures of him like running treadmill because he was really into running. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, oh, those socks look really dirty. Like, do you ever change those socks? Because he was like running, um, I think he took a picture of his like feet <laughs> and then <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed <laughs> if someone said that to me. <laughs> He was like so dirty to the point where I wasn't even looking at the bottom of his foot. It was like the top of his foot, like from the view down of like his eyes. <laughs> and I said like, God, those socks look dirty. Do you ever change them? And he said, no, I actually wear the same. <laughs> what? He said, I actually wear the same ones every time because what's the point in changing them? Does he not wash them? No. <laughs> was wearing the same socks over for hours and hours every week <laughs> running on the get...
1: treadmill isn't that how you get like is it like athlete's foot or something where your feet go like all <laughs> yeah his feet were probably literally disgusting that is awful he needs like a peppermint like you know there's like peppermint foot masks he needs one of those <laughs> i just can't masks believe he had admit, admit. <laughs> Oh God, I would not want to know that. Well, actually, oh, I would so that I could block him.
0: And when he turned up to the date, I said to him, I was like, there's clean socks. <laughs> <Beautiful
1: day. laughs> I bet he was proud
0: of himself and all. <laughs> yeah, literally. I think he had like one pair of nice socks, so he just thought he had to wear them every <laughs> single time running. That's oh. it. I love it. Honest to God they were brown (laughs) yes, but it's lush
1: (laughs) right gorgeous okay so we haven't actually got a very serious topic for this week i know last week we spoke about ocean gate which is something that obviously everyone has heard of but i feel like since that's happened there hasn't really been any big news so we thought we were talking a little bit about love island uk at the moment um but oh my god i saw on facebook the other day I know we've spoken a little bit about this. Davide and Ek and Sue have broken up.
0: Yeah. Wow. Believe I- yeah, I did hear about um, Davide and Ekin and Sue breaking up actually. Fun fact I have actually met Davide out clubbing in Manchester um, and he wasn't with Ek and Sue. So I wonder how long they've actually been broken up for. This was back in January now. But um, yeah she wasn't there and I know she was like away on some business trips around that time which I kind of thought they'd broken up to be honest but they didn't announce it. Do you think they've got like a contract or something of how long they had to stay together? Oh, do you
1: know what? I actually do think so. I really didn't want to believe it with Davide and Ecking because they're my favourite couple to ever come out of Love Island. Um, But I saw this TikTok kind of analysing the previous winners' relationships and they went back and it turns out that a lot of the winners have only stayed together between 10 and 12 months. So obviously between like a year of filming um so i do think they do they must have a contract and i know that davide and ekin they have been very successful as a couple more so than i would say them as individuals because they signed a lot of contracts like for example they had a cooking show with google um i'm not sure if you've seen that but uh, yeah. i think it brought them in like three million or something for this cooking show if they were Individuals, I can't see them actually getting that for you know just doing a cooking show, and then obviously they had their ITV, um, like road trip. I, I think it was, I remember watching that a while ago, but I i hear that they had about two million for that. Um, so I would say they're more successful a uh, I would say that they would be more successful as a couple than they would be individually. So I don't want to believe it, but I really do think that they probably do have a contract. Wait, so you met Davide. How, what on earth happened with that?
0: Yeah. So basically me and my friend, we were out clubbing in Manchester and um, we went into a club called Club Live. And I didn't really think it was like an influencer place or anything. It didn't look anything special. It was quite expensive. Um, and the drinks, it was like £8.50 for a single vodka and lemonade. Like, what Ooh, the hell? That's, what, a single! Yeah. What the hell? You should have pre-drinked a weather spoons at that price. I know well we did so we just kind of ended up at this place never heard of it before it's called Club Live and we turned around and at like the VIP bit we just noticed this guy and I was like oh my god is that Davide like it literally looks like Davide <laughs> I thought at first I thought like it couldn't be but then I remembered he does live in Manchester so it would kind of makes sense yeah. anyway we got closer obviously trying to get like close to him to suss it out and it was him he was there for his friend's birthday we even saw like he posted about it on Instagram as well But his, like, friend or security guard, I don't really know, was being really, like, funny about people, like, coming up to him. Like, nobody came up to him. It was very, very hush-hush. And he was, like, standing at the back of this, like, VIP area up a couple of steps. So literally nobody could get to him. Mm -hmm. Um, Every time people would, like, film things, he'd, like, duck down and hide and turn around and everything um a couple of his friends were having like um gray goose with sparklers brought out and every time somebody would video it because i think it was one of his friends birthdays he would um like he would leave and go like walk through the through us basically and go somewhere i don't know where he was going but he was obviously like hiding somewhere to avoid the videos for people yeah, finding out where he was but my claim to fame is i was like right i've got to shoot my shot here like I, I need to make some kind of contact with Davide. Otherwise, it doesn't really count. Do you know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> getting a video of him doesn't really count. Um, So, I basically passed my sunglasses. I was wearing, like, Diamante, Di like, fake jewel, like, uh, heart-shaped sunglasses. And I passed them over to him. And he literally put them on and was, like, laughing and, like, taking videos with his friends. And I was like, oh, my God. Davide wore my sunglasses, guys. I'm literally, like... <laughs> My claim to fame. It sounds so sad. But yeah, pretty much the only like celebrity or influencer, I guess, that I've ever met. So I was like, "Mm -hmm, I'll take it. But a good experience. Oh my goodness. You must be absolutely in shock. Was he nice? Was he like nice, would you say? Yeah, he seemed really nice. Like obviously he had to go past me a couple of times to get to this like toilet or secret room wherever he was hiding during these like birthday celebration things. And every time he had to like, because we were standing right at the bottom of the steps that he had to go down. So he would like he had to like touch my back to get past me every time he was like oh excuse me (laughs) every time so yeah he was really nice I didn't really speak to him much like he was obviously trying to like you know stay stay like hidden like I didn't really actually have a conversation with him he just said like excuse me so but you know (laughs) I think he's probably the one of the uh, top Islanders, I would love to meet out of them all. I think he's very memorable,
1: like Ekin, and yeah. that's why I think I'd be so sad if it was true that they had a contract. I just don't want to believe it, but to be honest, it is likely that it is true, as much as I don't want it to be.
0: Yeah, exactly. What do you think of the new um the new Love Island season? Then, so obviously we've we've got like we have spoken a little bit um not on the podcast just about our favourites and everything, but obviously Casper and Moors just happened now. And they brought back Molly, which is, I saw it coming, to be honest. I think everyone did. The dumping was just so, like, oh. intense and so out of the blue and, like, cutthroat. I was like, surely they're going to bring her back. I know. Because
1: um, you saw they did the same thing on Love Island, France, didn't they? With, with What was her name? I can't remember her name. Um, but they did it the same. They, uh, they dumped one of these girls were well, probably the most popular girl in there and um, but there were two male islanders waiting for her outside like two bombshells and when I when I first watched that I thought that they were going to do that with her because she was kind of like the main girl in there and um, not that many of the public wanted to her to be I think and I'm quite on it with uh, love hashtag love island on twitter and I know there's a lot of mixed opinions about her out there especially because most people think she might be some sort of ITV plant because both of her parents work for ITV, her dad's a producer, and her mum, I think she's something to do with Good Morning Britain. Not too sure. Um, but when I saw the airport pictures, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe she is back home. Um, and I think that kind of confirmed it for me, seeing her there. So it was a little bit of a shock when I saw her back for Catherine Moore. Um, but I think that a lot of people were expecting it. I'm a little bit annoyed. What I'm really hoping is she goes in there and absolutely pies Zach. Or obviously Zach chooses her, brings her back to the Love Island villa, and then there's absolute chaos with Katie. But mm. I guess only time will tell. Um I am interested to see what happens though, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean you've not seen last night's and yesterday's episode, so I won't spoil it for you, <laughs> but um I don't know, I I just I just think it's kind of dead now. Like I actually kind of wish they hadn't brought her back because I actually think Zach would have happily just cracked on with somebody else. And it's kind of boring now. Like, I don't really want to see them rekindle their relationship. I don't really care.
1: So whose heads, obviously, I haven't watched last night. Whose heads do we think is going to turn then? Um,
0: Well, based on, like, everything I've seen, it's not clear yet, like, whose heads properly turned. Um, But I would probably say um, Sammy. Yeah um yes, definitely I think both of them um I think that one's going to be a little bit explosive yeah Catherine and Scott as well more so Catherine though from what I've seen so far that's shocking that is shocking to be fair I did see, see a video
1: about that earlier and I was so disappointed especially how much everybody was kind of defending their relationship online and you know, how how sweet they look together. I'm really sad yeah. about that
0: because I thought they were quite nice together, to be honest. It's, di- it's a difficult situation. You've not known that person long. Then you're thrown into the mix of loads of people who are going to be so thirsty to get into the main villa. Yeah. And just going to clutch onto you in any way that they can, like shove compliments down your throat, literally, and like try and make moves on you so quick in the short time they have on there. So yes. I think it would be difficult not to sort of have your head turned unless you really like them. But it's like... I just feel like a lot of the people on there are quite surface level, and it's a lot of looks and not a lot of personality. Maybe I don't know. I just think sitting around in a villa all day with someone would be quite boring, anyway. So, for me personally, do you think if you were on Love Island, do you think your head would turn in Castro more?
1: <sighs> do you know what? I think I would say I'm quite a loyal person. I'm kind of like a one man girl, and I think I've always been like that obviously I've got a long-term boyfriend now but when I'm with somebody I'm very much committed to them I don't look at anybody else and I know you've only been with them in such a short space of time but I can't imagine like being with somebody probably for like three or four weeks and then all of a sudden day one you're in with new people how are people kissing people already how how are you saying that you know this connection could be stronger I don't know but you know when you
0: when you know you know as they say what about you um I'm a very loyal person as well like obviously every relationship I've had I've been like very loyal committed I'm not very good at putting like my eggs in different baskets as they say um but I don't know I feel like they are so good looking on there and like I I think I would struggle to find somebody that I had a connection with on there I do think I'd be a bit of a Mitch or like a Dr Alex or whatever I'd be going into Castro more kind of like the one that everyone's like oh yeah I'm gonna give her a chance you know everybody sort of pied her off before and then I feel like yeah I mean I don't know I guess it depends on what my stance was in there whether I actually was coupled up properly or not I think if I was then I would struggle to have my head turned because I would be thinking about that person a lot especially if I'd like kiss them and stuff like that I would probably have feelings for them literally like two days in (laughs) That's basically the scoop on Love Island that is the goss on Love Island um, I think we've kind of mutually decided that we want to keep these segments short if we do include them just because not everybody watches Love Island and we don't want to spoil too much either um, there's nothing worse than listening to a podcast and like it's about all about a show that you just have no idea what's going on and who any of the people are it's just irrelevant so for those of you who do watch Love Island that's our goss and that's our opinion on it but um yeah, we do we don't have like a serious topic this um week to speak about like Ocean Gate really. I didn't think we did until the recent news about Miranda Sings slash what is her actual name? Colleen Colleen Ballinger, something like that. I'm sure it is.
1: But do you know what? I used to be obsessed with Miranda Sings and my sister Zara actually went to watch her on, on tour when she came to Cardiff like years oh, ago. Um but obviously everything's coming out about her now, you know, obviously People are accusing her of grooming the underage girls. I, I've seen some horrific stories and videos of what she's been doing on tour. And Same. I can't believe it. But the apology video has recently come out.
0: There yeah. are
1: no words to explain what that video was.
0: I know I mean to be honest I first saw that video right before I knew what she'd done and I was watching it like her with the ukulele if you don't know right Miranda Sings is like what I would have thought was a children's entertainer she has like red lipstick on smudged on her lips um she sort of plays a weird character of somebody who's like doesn't really understand what's going on is very like young for the age like she's supposed to be an adult but like an adult that's like very like mentally young and um basically it's come out so she's obviously a character played by a lady called colleen right and it's basically come out that she's been like doing all of this stuff like sadie said she's been accused of grooming she's been accused of um loads of weird stuff like even things on stage like apparently she shoved a packet of like cheese balls down (laughs) her trousers and made like a child pull them out which i think is weird like obviously this stuff doesn't you know, that as an isolated incident is weird, but it's not like, you know, it's not like proof that someone's grooming people, but that all the things she's done added together is just really inappropriate. I think if anything, she's just been really inappropriate with fans, like had weird group chats with like, you know, her literal children, but then has gone and said that her content is like PG 13 and isn't for kids. And it's like up to parents if they want the kids to view it and how like it was actually aimed towards people her age when the things actually took place she was about 31 I think I don't know how old she is now but she's got a baby and everything so I essentially saw her apology which if you didn't know is her literally singing with a ukulele about the allegations and I kind of thought this is iconic like I kind of thought yeah like fair enough like I kind of agreed with what she was saying about how no matter what you say, it's going to be taken the wrong way anyway, and I completely agree because I've watched some YouTuber apologies which I thought were actually really genuine and quite good, but then the comments are all like saying how it's not genuine and how they're not forgiven and stuff, and I'm like, well, they can't really win then, can they? What's the point of like apologising if people are just going to scrutinise it anyway? So I kind of thought it was a bit iconic how she'd gone about it, but I didn't know what the allegations were, and now that I've seen all the TikToks about the allegations and actual evidence and things i'm like i'm actually like i'm kind of shocked but i'm also like how did we not notice this at the time i know things have changed a lot since then like things are deemed inappropriate now that weren't back then but essentially she is playing a character that's like autistic or disabled or something isn't she like it's it's not somebody she's literally apparently like mocking disability by playing that character and like making jokes about her weird uncle and like weird things about her kissing her uncle and stuff like it's really not appropriate that was pretty much the whole like butt of the joke the whole comedy sketch was like she has this weird relationship with her uncle and she's like she doesn't understand it so it's just very very weird thing to be portraying to kids I I don't know at all what's going on with that um, well, I think that the most shocking part of it all is there's actually like, so much
1: proof to back this up, like screenshots, like, there's even videos of her on tour. And like, funny enough, I'm actually just looking up the lyrics to her like, apology video now. And I'm just going to read some out for those of you who haven't watched it fully. So bearing in mind, there's a obscene amount of proof to back up all of these claims and. Um, I know that you wanted me to say that I was 100% in the wrong. I'm sorry, I'm not going to take that route of admitting to lies and rumours that you made for clout. For those of you who don't know, this is the chorus of her song, The Toxic Gossip Train. We've got a one-way ticket to Manipulation Station. And I think that says it all. But I don't really know how you can manipulate hard proof so i don't really know what she's trying to say with this i just don't think she's taking it seriously at all and it's not like these are like light claims it's really bad like obviously these in these group chats she's talking to like young girls about their periods like just completely just weird stuff
0: especially for like a 30 year old um yeah another part of her whole like comedy character as well is how she kind of like um shames women for their actions and instead of saying like the p word she'll say corn and she's like oh my god that woman has her legs out corn like in my face corn and it's like it's kind of weird like actually if you think about it she's like completely like promoting like women being like oppressed yeah Yeah. and like things about periods and how girls shouldn't like just loads of stuff that's really oppressing and like really just like anti-feminist and like neither of us are raging feminists um my boyfriend can pay the bill please but um (laughs) but like but like some of the stuff she says is like it's actually really bad and I actually don't know how she got away with it and like loads of racist jokes as well about Asians and Mexicans and basically anyone she could mock she has and I thought okay she's made some really bad decisions as a comedian if we can call it that she's not funny in the slightest I've always found her jarring but there we are (laughs) um she's made some bad decisions as a comedian okay but then I've actually found out that as a person like as a character I mean as a person not even as her character like Colleen herself is apparently just a really not very nice person apparently um She's been body shaming like Trisha Paytas behind her back with her fifteen year old fan, like a couple of years ago, or like quite a few years ago now. There's a clip of Shane Dawson on some sort of show. It looks a bit like the jim Jimmy Fallon show or something, but it's not that. And he basically reveals like this is a few years ago now, and he's actually friends with Colleen at the time, too. and he reveals that she's like the most nasty person behind the scenes and how she slags everyone off and like that's why he loves her is because she says the most brutal like horrific things behind people's backs and then hangs out with them Mm -hmm. and it's like what the hell if Shane Dawson that she says that and we all know like he's made some terrible jokes and like really bad tastes um but yeah he's literally said that publicly about her kind of as a joke but like low-key just outing her So I genuinely think she's actually just quite a terrible person, um, which is, I don't even know what to say, like... I know it's bad like there's so
1: much coming out about these YouTubers especially in the last two years that we used to watch when we were young like I remember everything that went down with Shane and Jeffree Star. Like, I used to be their biggest fans honestly like bought all of the makeup all of the merch and then obviously everything comes out it is quite sad looking back because I remember Zara was saying that she just couldn't believe it because this person who she watched like pretty much all throughout her childhood like all this stuff's coming out about them and it's really sad Um, but you, you always wonder why like why is it always the, the people who are um, I meant as like children's entertainers or young people's entertainers that the most messed up stuff comes out about like, Obviously, everything with Shane Dawson that was like completely just on another level that was just crazy and yeah. it's just sad to see so yeah I wonder where this is going to go like I reckon what's probably going to happen is she'll probably make another apology video apologising for the apology video because I don't really think there's any way that she can kind of leave this as it is like nobody's really letting the slide every- anytime soon there's not Mm -hmm. really a lot you can do or say people if people have made up their own minds you know which is completely valid for people yeah
0: exactly I actually think her career is over after this because she can't continue playing a character that people have pretty much outed as being ableist and racist and all of this and she can't just use the excuse now of oh it's a comedy character because like She's apparently just a horrible person behind the scenes anyway. So it's just not really going to work in her favor. I think she's on tour at the moment, apparently, oh. as Miranda sings. So that's probably going to get cancelled. Obviously, her Netflix show is probably going to be deleted off Netflix. That was a few years ago now. Um, and yeah, like I said, like we we all know that obviously people have said things in their past. People make mistakes. You know, times have changed. It's... It, it's been you know narrowed down the things that you can say and rightly so as well I don't think it's fair to go along with this everyone's like a snowflake now just because we're defending things that were wrong like they've always been wrong it's just people are finally actually defending it and I don't think that makes it, oh, everyone's being too sensitive and that kind of thing. I think it's literally just, like, finally people are sticking up for what they believe in and making a change. Um. So I, I don't think she can go back to, you know, being like that because she's pretty much just showed that she's she's pretty much offended, like, every single person that you could have. <laughs> like, is there no, anything I... she hasn't offended, like, in terms of, like, groups of people like she's literally offended like every minority women men like you know uh, survivors of abuse like everything like she's she's targeted everyone and it's she's targeted mainly minorities and like people who are already like you know made to feel like they're at the bottom of society so it's just like yeah I don't really see how her, her career can actually recover after people have fully exposed what she's doing
1: so yeah and obviously everything's come out now it's very interesting but Obviously, we'll let you guys know if there's any updates on this. I, I'm quite interested to see how this unfolds. Um, but yeah. yeah. That's good.
0: We'll I just... do think she'll just probably be, I reckon, I think predictions are she'll be making another apology and saying she's taking some time away to reflect. Like, I'm sorry 10 years with reflecting is not going to fix those problems like Logan Logan Paul literally filmed a dead body and came back from that but I don't think there's any coming back from this like that can be classed as just a stupid mistake I think you know yeah just being an idiot but this is just like your personality over the last like 20 years like you can't really apologize for that (laughs)
1: Yeah, and everything is documented on the internet as well. Like, you cannot erase it. It's going to be there forever. People aren't going to forget anytime soon.
0: Oh, my God. Did you hear the thing about what she did to a dog? No. (laughs) Nothing like the Shane Dawson joke, don't worry. But worse, (laughs) if anything. So, basically, apparently, as... I don't know why she admitted this. She admitted this with, like, quirky music behind it, as if it was, like, a funny little joke. But this wasn't even under Miranda's, like, character. This was her, like, as herself yeah. in the video. She basically admitted that as a child, she, um, she pinched her dog really hard and, like, dug her nails into it. And it turned around and bit her face. And she had to have stitches. And she said in the video, like, it retaliated and, like, turned around and bit me. And because of that, the dog had to get put down. Oh! <gasps> So she pretty much killed her dog. Like, she literally, like, abused it. It snapped, finally. And then she basically blamed the dog and had it put down. Didn't say, like, she pinched her or anything. She literally just pretended like it just attacked her. God, that's so awful. And she admitted this willingly. That's bizarre. She admittedly admit no she willingly admitted this like in a jokey almost like video like just yeah. sort of sat there and said that with some quirky music behind and like laughed about it it's like she's definitely some sort of psychopath Like that's I what think. i was
1: about to say like having no remorse for a situation like that quirky um. music in the bathroom i uh, not in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> I'm so shocked what do you think? in the background I just don't understand that that is like psychopath behaviour like no remorse that's just really sad and to a poor animal as well
0: I know it's actually horrific but yeah so we'll have to see what the update is on that guys we'll let you know next week if we have any more news maybe we'll react to her bloody apology video again if it's not with a ukulele this time <laughs> I agree. I'll do we a
1: want, cover. We want one that's worth reacting to so we'll have to wait it <laughs> out for that one. But yeah, we, but yeah, we've really enjoyed um this episode guys. It's been a bit of a long one today. We've had quite a few topics covered. Um yes. but yeah, a bit of a different segment. It's lots of celebrity drama, but yeah, we'll be sure to keep you posted on that. Um, we want to thank you guys for listening. Obviously, this is episode two now. So, you know, we're, we're getting along every Tuesday. Again, if you have any dilemmas you want to send in, the email is gosspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to follow us on all social media. We're whatthegoss.pod on everything. Um, and we're now on Apple, Spotify and Amazon.
0: So that's exciting yeah thank you guys so much for listening and we can't wait to speak to you again next week and yeah have a great week guys bye bye